0: So Carter's like, okay, you know, if we reach hundred thousand subscribers, then yeah, I'm gonna quit my job. And so he was telling me all about it. He was so excited and so inspired and motivated. And he's like, Liz, if we hit a million subscribers, you should quit your job. <laughs> <else.">
1: <laughs> well, I think the, I think I think this is how the conversation went. It's like I told her my goal, and I said, you know, what would be what would be your number? You know, what would be your number to quit your job at LinkedIn, which is all the way in California. We were on the East Coast. It's like, oh, she probably thought of the biggest number she could think of.
2: Yeah. One million
1: Yeah, one million <laughs> <That's> subscribers. <right. laughs> and so I, I was like, so I was like, okay, you know, so within like the next four months, we hit a million subscribers. <laughs>
2: In this episode, we are talking with Carter Sher and Elizabeth Chang. Carter and Elizabeth are social media influencers who have earned 4.8 million and 3.4 million subscribers on their YouTube channels. Their video content is best known for experiments, challenges, and blogs. Carter and Elizabeth met at Carnegie Mellon University, and soon, entertained Twine their adventurous personalities with their knowledge of engineering and statistics to create fun and innovative video content. This is Creative Disruption, the intersection where
3: entertainment, data, and creativity meet. Here's your host, Ricky Ray Butler and Daryl Leaves.
2: Welcome back to the Creative Disruption podcast, where we talk about everything that is disrupting the industry. And I'm joined here by my friend and co-host, Ricky Ray Butler. How you doing, Ricky? Doing great. Thank you. <laughs> hey, so um, um you have something on your on your lip. Right here? Yeah. Right here. Okay. you good. That's what we were trying to prep before I had this thing of lettuce right here. <laughs> yeah, you learn know how to eat a salad. <laughs> hey. Well, you know, I usually, you know, joke with you about getting stuff in your beard, but yet I had something in my teeth for about a half an hour and you didn't even say anything about it. <laughs> which is bad. So I was Actually, on Twitter because that's what I do. I go on Twitter. I don't know. Do you do 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 Twitter? Yeah. Do you do the Twitter? I do the Twitter (laughs) for
3: sure. I just don't tweet. (laughs) You don't tweet. I'm I'm all about the the retweeting and all that stuff. But no, I I mainly use Twitter like for for research. For research. Yeah. I mean, like if I want to know what's going on or what's 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 happening right now.
2: So that's kind of what I I, I
3: do. I DM a lot, but like I, I really don't tweet that much. I get, I get, I get hardly any um, engagement. So I'm just there to listen. I am not there to talk. You're you're the the
2: social stalker. Yes. (laughs) That that, that actually fits your personality quite well. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you. No, but I was on Twitter today, um, and I started to see some things, some movement in YouTube. YouTube's always been in the news, and there's a lot of things that's going on. It seems like it's always this gate, or that gate, or some controversy. And a couple days ago, they introduced a new feature on on uh, Studio Beta that let creators know how many people actually hit the bell notification. And wow. so you, you're saying it gives you a percentage and it gives you a, a number. And my thing is, is I'm starting to see these tweets that people are freaking out. Like I, my phone is is literally going off the hook of everyone texting me saying this is just bad. It's like a new metric now that they're probably going to go and 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 uh, I don't want to say commit suicide because I don't want to say that on there okay. <laughs> because that would be very bad But they're like freaking out and they just don't know what to do It's like this another metric like subscriber or the views that they're doing and now They're freaking out about this and I'm seeing these these frantic uh, tweets have, hmm. you, have you seen any of that? No, I,
3: I haven't. I, I've I've been in back to back meetings all day. Okay, but you have to probably give context of why people are texting you. Um, <laughs> Daryl Daryl <laughs> consults like how many creators? Too, too many. Yeah, a yeah, ton of need, creators. I need to
2: scale down. Business
3: consult brands, but also um, consults creators on building audiences, et cetera. And that's probably why people are, are messaging you. Yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. Now, for sure. So. So why are they freaking out about this?
2: Well, because the number that they thought so like some of these people have, you know, five million, six million, seven million subscribers. But yet, the people that actually hit the bell notification—that means YouTube is going to actively notify them via, you know, push notification sure. or an email, depending on if they have all notifications on—to uh, say, "Hey, we just uploaded a new video." And a couple of creators that reached out didn't even have a hundred thousand people that hit that bell notification on there. And so, so is that
3: YouTube's fault or is that the creator's
2: fault? Well. I, it really depends because mm-hmm. um, my my big belief is if you're an older OG creator on YouTube, um, you're gonna have a higher number of people that will be through the YouTube notification through via email because yeah. that was the system that was played. Mm-hmm. Then they kind of pulled it out and says, oh, we're not really notifying anybody. In fact, we're not even gonna notify your subscribers that subscribe to the channel. It might show up based on their, their watch history. Is and it so the on. OG creators that are complaining to They're you right now? 100% the OG sure. creators. The new ones, no, that it's already integrated in, so channels that you know are a couple tough. years old. It is, it I is. Mean, it seems
3: like every like three years, there's like this you know apocalypse on YouTube where it's like creators every day especially <laughs> creators that have been around
2: like the longest um,
3: yeah. seem to get the shaft
2: they, they do and it just it's evolving platform but what's really really bad and this is where YouTube um, I I feel like hasn't done a very good job they say they're trying to do it mm-hmm. but it's like communicating you know communicating with with the creators and letting them know that's going on and so yeah they put the, this uh, metric up and now they're calling, you know, people are freaking out instead of saying, hey, do you know what? Uh, we're gonna put this metric up and we're gonna show you five ways that you can really engage with your audience to really bring that number See, up. See, but, but we all, we've all known about the bell for a long time though. Uh, I know, but they have data and they can basically say, here's our best practices for that.
3: Sure, sure, sure. No, absolutely, but, or look at what other people are doing, like for example, Phil DeFranco, he's an OG. Yeah. And he is always, he's, like giving a very bold call to action, Click that ring. You well, know, click it's that it's bell. really
2: funny that he's even changed his his um, call to action. He's copycatting you know Jimmy Donaldson, the Mr. Beast mm-hmm. saying, "No, oh, I'm gonna punch you in the throat if you don't subscribe." I'm like, dude, where did that come from? <laughs> like, I, I know where that comes from because you know he says, "Hey, if you like say violence, or you're gonna delete their Fortnite account, then they'll actually subscribe." I'm like, man, it's like getting pretty vicious out there for sure. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's one of those things though that the writing was probably on the wall that something was going on with the bell. And they should have, you know, started doing tests a, a long time ago. I mean, they didn't have to get these metrics in order to worry about it.
2: Yeah, well, well, creators freak out. Like any mm-hmm. any new metric, they don't understand how to digest it. Sure. And, and that's why I'm really, really excited about today's guest, because I've known them since, you know, they were just starting out. And I was able to see there's different types of creators, creators that are really super creative. And then there's creators that are are data-driven, and then you have a third type of creator, and I think this new type of creator are the ones that are really gonna take over, which are they're super creative, but they integrate so well with data, and they make a lot of uh, data-driven decisions, and that's what we have today as our guests, which I'm really excited about.
3: Yes, I'm I'm also excited about them. they have both just exploded in the last two years yeah. on YouTube, yeah. and and are, are showing what the future of what a, a creator, is, I mean, what a creator is going to be. I, I feel like you know they're they're ahead of the curve. So we're we're very lucky to have Liz Chang and Carter Scherer here. Thank you so much for coming and joining us.
0: Thank you for having us.
1: Yeah, thanks. I'm excited. This should be a lot of fun. It, it will be fun because we're going to make so, it fun.
2: So this is my
3: <laughs> yeah. question based on the, our little rant that we had. Um, did you guys freak out about the bell?
0: Honestly, I don't know. I was about gonna it. say
2: yeah. <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> you know? they heads down, they're working at it hard. But I do know this, because mm-hmm. I've been able to 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 peer at some of their data from there. It's like like heavy, heavy Gen Z audiences is, is their is their core. And those those um Gen Z, they're actively seeking the content they want. Like they they'll know they'll know without even hitting the bell notification that, Oh, it's this day, this time I got to tune in. And it's, 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 almost, I wouldn't say that they're programmed that way, but it's just like they are actively seeking, which in the algorithm sense, it makes everything trigger because people are actively seeking their content. And then that's when it gets suggested.
3: Do you, do you guys remember when Jenna Marbles got on the platform yeah. way back when, Oh yeah, um, I remember she had a really high, um, um, she had a very high view percentage. Like I mean, just like her. I mean, she got more views than she had subscribers, and 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 a lot of that was because you know she was targeting an audience that was not yet ready to subscribe on YouTube. It was an it was an older female audience, and people just literally kept coming back just to tune in, kind of
2: like traditional TV. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's where that's where it gets nuts. But I, I we, we got to introduce them. We just basically yes. did it. We cut yeah. off and we're starting to talk <laughs> again. This <laughs> is kind ourselves. of a very common thing. This is, this thing is that so Daryl. Daryl always does this with all of our guests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
3: so hey, can you guys just both give us kind of like a background on each of you, like like what got you onto YouTube and and like what inspired you to start creating so much con- good content?
2: Not just YouTube. They're on multiple platforms. Oh, of too, course. So, yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's a pretty good question. Um, we kind of started out as I imagine maybe anyone would start out, not knowing much about it and kind of just posting videos. And then, cause uh, so I was also at the same time trying to understand like how people do it for like a job. I didn't get it. Like I was very ignorant on all of it. Like didn't have any concepts. So I remember just kind of looking up like, how does YouTube work? And at the same time, you know, I was working at the university uh, Pennsylvania doing, uh, programming self-driving cars. So I know like algorithms, I know coding, microcontrollers, all that stuff. So I figured if, well, maybe I can manipulate it and like post videos in a way where I can just kind of game the system and get views. And so I came across some of Daryl's stuff where he kind of breaks it down into like certain things to help me like understand. So he had all these videos. I kind of just watched through all that and everything else I could find to kind of get an idea of how stuff would work.
3: So before you started, you actually referenced Daryl's videos.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Wow. Hey, hey, look at that.
3: I guess you do you <laughs> are I here have for one something.
2: Subscriber to watch my 1 was, subscriber. That's what it is. 1 subscriber.
3: Yeah, the rest of them are bots for sure. <laughs> Those 500,000, you know, they're mostly fake. <laughs>
0: yeah. No Carter was so excited. He would like stay up all night and tell me about it in the morning. Of. I'd be like, "Who is this person?"
1: <laughs> well, I was so excited to find, you know, just a great source on, you know, how does this work? Someone kind of did the research for me. So, you know, I just try to absorb as much of that content as I could and apply it. And pretty quickly, that plush is getting more comfortable, comfortable in front of the camera and making better content, kind of like goes hand in hand. We were able to see like really fast growth. And then pretty quickly, you know, we quit our jobs, just went full time, you know. Like
2: how quickly? I actually like the story of when you got started <coughs> and you're like, hey, if we can hit, was it 100,000 subscribers or we yeah. quit our jobs? And yeah. Go all in. And here she's working for LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so like nice, you're working for LinkedIn.
3: So,
0: yeah. yeah, so I was working for LinkedIn um, as a technical writer, and Carter um, and Steven both got started. And so, Carter's like, okay, you know, if we reach 100,000 subscribers, then, yeah, I'm going to quit my job. And so, he was telling me all about it. He was so excited and so inspired and motivated. And he's like, Liz, if we hit a million subscribers, like, you should quit your job. <laughs> <my God. laughs>
1: Well I, think, well, I think I think this is how the conversation went. It's like, I told her my goal. And I said, you know, what would be what would be your number? You know, what would be your number to quit your job at LinkedIn, which is all the way in California, we were on the East Coast. And you just, we just graduated, like you just started your job. You're probably like six months in maybe. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what would it take for you to quit your job? What's your number? She's like, oh, she probably thought of the biggest number she could think of. Yeah. One million Yeah, one million That's subscribers. Right. <laughs> and so I, I was like, so I was like, okay, you know, so within like the next four months, we hit a million subscribers.
2: <laughs> so, so I, I, I do need to understand this because it's like when you tell your parents like, oh, by the way, yeah, <laughs> I'm putting LinkedIn. To yeah. Go make YouTube videos. How did that go over? <laughs>
0: I mean, I remember even just getting my first like offer letter for LinkedIn and being so ecstatic because yeah. that's like my parents' dream come true. That, that's a
2: big deal. Yeah, that's a, it was an awesome company well, to work I mean, for. Just right graduating, now, graduating, yeah. getting into it, like uh, you oh, interned yeah. there too, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: all of it. it was like so amazing. The experience, everything was so perfect, and my parents were so proud of me, and they were just like. You know, I think after college, I was the first one who like had a job immediately after I graduated and I'm like the third. So they're like, OK, like she did it, you know, yep. <laughs> and, and now we're going to quit. I know you're right. <laughs> like <laughs> my mom, and my dad, were. I don't think they understood the concept of it much, but they, you know, and they're super traditional. So they love, you know, that I had a job and all of that. And I could support myself and, and exactly all the benefits. Um, and to just like quit all of that to do this really, you know, it's a, such a, a different concept for them that they didn't really understand. Um, but I think they've known Carter for a while and they know how intelligent He's like, he is. crazy kid <laughs> yeah. just
2: builds stuff in the garage. Exactly. You're listening to him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it was.
0: Yeah, they were like, you know, I think um, you should do, you should do what makes you happy. And I think at first they were definitely a little wary, you know, they didn't know what it was going to be about. But I think once they started watching our videos, they became fans and yeah. they would text me ideas and try to like oh, get involved. So, so yeah, it was interesting. They they weren't opposed to it, but they weren't super supportive in the beginning. Um, but yeah, it was
2: well, I think it's it a lot of
0: risk. Well, I mean, coming yeah, yeah. from, from a
2: traditional standpoint, it's like, OK, security, security, security. Get a, you know, really nice job, get a really good benefits and work your guts out doing that and then, you know, retire one time and enjoy yeah. your life. Yeah. 65. And I think it's what?
1: also really interesting to point out. It's not like I was saying, Liz, I quit your job and come move into like my mansion. It was yeah. moving into my parents' basement yeah. <laughs> yeah. to live with my mom and dad yeah. and my brother and, and let's make videos in the backyard. Yeah. And there was, so, that's it, amazing. It's,
0: like so much uncertainty. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to offer you X amount of money. It was like, no, like zero dollars, like we're going to build this thing and we're going to see how far we can go with it and kind of go off of that. And yeah, (laughs) taking
3: a path of an entrepreneur is already a huge risk doing an entertainment, <laughs> where yeah. you're you know, basically creating a TV program. That's a much higher risk. Well, when I, when it I got to, you guys were doing that.
2: When I met them, yeah. <laughs> I met them at VidCon and you know, I just gave a presentation to come up and says, Hey, you know, you know, we watch your videos. I'm like, thanks. Cause that's what most people do. And like, so tell me about your channel. He's like, yeah, we just started in January and this is in June and we just crossed 1 million subscribers. I'm like, Oh, shut the front door. (laughs) And so we sat down and and had a conversation and and I found out two things, like both Steven and Carter are amazing people and people that just have good hearts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's very rare on YouTube, it really is. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just give a little bit of my time and see if I can steer them in the right direction. And they're probably thinking, what is this guy trying to do here? But ultimately, I was blown away at the strategy. Like they were thinking about things that most creators don't even think about. You know, most creators are like, oh, I want the fame, I want the views, I want the subscribers. And like Carter's first question was, okay, okay, how can we scale this? Like, what's the what's the real <laughs> wow. real version of how we can scale it? So we talked about, you know, you want. There's to There's people that off have made it. millions of dollars that still aren't asking that question. Yeah, and yeah. and and the first thing is like, okay, well, let's spin off a channel. And he goes, well, I can start my own channel. And, and I says, okay, you don't want to rob Peter to pay Paul. You can't just pull your viewers from here. You have to have a strategy. He's like, okay, I'm going to think about it for a little bit and we'll I'll, we'll have a call. And I remember the call. It wasn't even a week or two after the, the conference when we started to have the call and he laid out the strategy. I'm like, huh, that's actually a really good strategy, how to actually do it. And you, you did it and you were able to I think you grew that channel faster to a million than than um, Stevens, right?
1: Yeah, every channel since the first grew faster and faster. You know, even the more recent channels that we just started grew to like hundred k, like in just a couple of weeks, yeah. like super fast growth. Yeah. So,
2: talk about that. Like, talk about the journey. Like, I, I think a lot of creators they struggle with this. They they they're really good at creating content. They're not very strategic to say, okay, hey, wait, what if we built our own, you know, clusters of of content that can, you know, suggest each other the, the content? Because you guys do have a really good job at that.
1: Yeah, I think it really kind of roots from like, you know, having a group of people like Steven and I and Liz, you know, we all... We all, we, so we all started on the same channel, so we all learned how to be more comfortable in front of the camera together, kind of had came up with like our voice. But then, of course, we're different people, we have different interests. You know, like Liz is a great example, because when she was going to open her channel, it's pretty obvious that she might do things that are, you know, more girl focused. You know, she might be doing some more like slime stuff or maybe makeup stuff or whatever, you know, her interests are going to be, you know, different than mine because we're different people. So I think that's important to have the differences because it can't all be exactly the same because that's when you're going to rob Peter to pay Paul, like you're saying, right? right. Like you don't want to basically continue making the same videos and just upload one to one channel and the other to the other and Mm. go back and forth. That's not going to work. That's when you know, opening a new channel is actually gonna kill your first one. And that's not what you want. You want to open a new channel where you get more views and it pushes more views back to the first channel. So you get like double the views, more than double the views. Yeah. And then for every- Cause you're gonna have discovery
2: on the new channel that's yeah. gonna lead people back to the- Yeah, yeah and then sure. the first
1: channel can push a lot of subscribers cause they already recognize that creator and now they have their own channel. So it's fast growth, it's fast view velocity. It's just a lot that happens quick and it has a unique twist to it, which is, also very important, which can be difficult to figure out too.
3: So, so what did you have to, what did you do to figure out the new program? Like, like how did you decide what type of program you're gonna do on the new channel?
1: So for, I, I do, thinking back, and it's been about a couple of years since I branched off to the second channel, which uh, is my channel coming from Steven's, and a lot of what I did on Steven, like what we did together was a lot of my own interests. So it was tough for me to kind of, figure out what my like new flavor is going to be so i kind of had to like reach deep into like my like passions and stuff and a lot of it was like you know dirt bikes like you know kind of like extreme stuff like bmx stuff so some of the first videos that i did would be like jumping a dirt bike over a car or like a backflip into the pond (laughs) you know and those are the ones that you know i tried to kind of put my like a foot down where it's like here's you know, you recognize me. I have a similar voice, I have a similar branding, but check and out similar
2: parents, they're the similar same ones. similar parents, <laughs>
1: <hands, laughs> similar house, similar everything. And Steven's probably in a lot of my videos as well. So I got to I got to make it different, and it's got to be like whoa, like this is totally different, even though it's within like the same kind of like realm. And so I think uh, starting there, we um, kind of just evolved, you know. And then as I kind of got deeper and deeper. You know, like now, if you look at Steven's and Ice channels, our content is so different. You know, it's so far different, not just because we live on opposite ends of the country as far as possible, basically. But no, the content is just super different, you know, because he kind of really favored a certain style of content that's just so different than mine. And I think that's played a really strong role. You know, his channel is super (laughs) successful, you know, and as is mine. And, you know, Liz has kind of similar stuff, a little bit more similar to my content, but, you know, her own twist to it yeah.
3: how similar across the three channels
1: are I mean, are, are the audience is the audience um, I would say between Liz and I it's probably similar but she probably has attracts the the female audience more
2: yeah okay. so so here's the true question because I, I, I know a little bit about the data so it's like I, I think yours is a little bit older um, viewers than than Stevens, right? You're getting a little bit older than that,
1: yeah. And then mm-hmm. and
2: then Liz makes the highest CPMS at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think I, that's, I call it. it. I, I call it.
3: Um, are you, are you featured? Are you a featured creator?
2: I
1: don't on Google Preferred. <laughs> uh, it's heart it's, it's close. It, it, it's it, hard it, to do it, tell. Do
0: they ever tell you?
1: They do sometimes okay, so I don't if you're lucky. I
0: okay. <laughs> I might this, sometimes. But, <laughs> I, but,
3: but you're getting much <laughs> higher CPMs. So there's some truth there's to this. There's something there's something there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no no no. There's some truth to this because we were having a conversation. Okay, here first. comes a
3: conspiracy theory from Daryl No, he was, it's a conspiracy this. theory. This they is, say <laughs> this is the truth. This is how
2: truth happens, Ricky. Whenever I say stuff, that's the truth. Okay, okay. I'll I'll note that. Carter and I were having a conversation once again and he's like hey we're thinking about spinning off uh, you know Liz to have her own channel I says oh that's great you know whole segment and YouTube has a lot of data on this they're they're looking for female creators like one thing they want diversity on the platform and they're really wanting to feature uh, you know female creators and then two they're looking for other ethnicities and I'm like bing 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 <laughs> <it> right there. <laughs> you know, you have everything that's going on. I says, you know, the, the the approach should be solid. She's already integrated in. You just gotta have to figure out a way once again not to 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 rob Peter to pay Paul. And once again, they had the plan to do it. And what I did what I did notice more than anything else, it's like you did try things that didn't work, and you're like, okay, maybe we need to pivot because it you know it was too too extreme on some yeah. of that content. Could you talk about that? Yeah, that I process?
0: think I think there's definitely kind of like if we posted so if i posted a video on my channel that was completely different than what we've been posting it's kind of like a shock to our viewers and you know they don't know if they're gonna like it because they know what they like from us and Mm -hmm. that's why they watch us so i think the way we eased into it um we had an open mind of like let's try all these things and build a library and kind of like cast our net wide and that way we can learn what my audience likes and it's going to be very similar to what carter's audience likes because that's you know that's why he has an audience in the first place but um it was a lot of experimenting for sure i think even for carter's in the beginning we experimented a lot quite a bit yeah and that's just that's how you learn and it's easier on a new channel because it's lower risk and if you don't get the views that you want to see it's not as that as you know on like a more developed channel. So we definitely did a lot of experimenting. I, d- I tried a lot of like girlier things, like mm-hmm. makeup and all that stuff. And to be honest, I don't really wear a lot of makeup and I was like I need to stay true to myself and
2: there's more authentic. More authentic exactly. to who you are. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: And it was I think it I kind of found my voice through just all the experimentation. Like, I I mean, I feel like we are still kind of experimenting even now.
3: Wow. I mean, Is there any the creators, video?
2: Oh, uh, I once the creators stop reinventing themselves, that's when they die off. Like mm-hmm. I, I truly do sure. that. Yeah. And
1: oh yeah, for every channel that we've created, Liz it brings up a great point. Like we've always had this like crazy experimentation phase where we would just like. You know, like Liz could be makeup one day and then riding a dirt bike the next day or like Q&A's to like just crazy different stuff. And that's kind of how we're doing the channels that we're just building up now is they're doing like anywhere from like straight gaming to vlogs to mukbang to like, you know, coloring shoes and who can make the best art, you know, like just completely different stuff. How's
0: your mukbang videos doing? Uh, <laughs> you know, they're actually doing pretty well.
1: Surprisingly, yeah. you know. Wow, I wow. wouldn't have thought it would have been I, a good idea, I, but like, you uh, let like If he
2: was <laughs> ever going to start a YouTube channel, that's what it would be, Muckbain. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, you, for sure. I mean, seriously. Oh yeah. I I would watch you eat. <laughs> I,
3: I don't I don't remember the last time I ate in the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I do travel like sixty percent of the time. But uh, was there ever a time where you guys had like this? Well, Liz, you specifically had like an aha moment. Like, okay, I got to start creating more videos like this.
0: So, Carter is just like a genius at. I think he's so good at everything he does, mm-hmm. and he'll help me direct my videos, which you don't think <laughs> about as a creator because you're just like, oh, let's uh, pop up a video vlog camera and film something fun but there's actually so much more structure that's involved nowadays in when we create our content and i think when he was kind of helping me direct one of my videos and you know you see the watch time and it's super thick and you're just like wow this is incredible i've never seen anything like it that's when i was like okay we need to Focus way more on um, structuring our videos so they're easily digestible. <laughs> Words from yeah, Carter's yeah, mouth. Yeah, <laughs> interesting.
2: Let's, let's stop right there.
0: Did you see that, that yeah. nonverbal? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: absolutely. <laughs> easily <It's> digestible. <laughs> oh, Carter's losing it right here. <laughs> So, contacts. So, so, please. Is, wait, wait. <laughs> I can already tell you they've had fights on this. This is awesome. Go ahead.
1: Well, I think the <laughs> answer to so your question, the, the aha moments are like. <laughs> going back to the <laughs> original <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> don't,
2: go, don't go off this. We're not going to let you off this. No, easy. it's going to
1: it's tie it all back in. So, it's not <laughs> like, and we, have, we see it all the time like, oh, this video was like a banger. That's really good. But a lot of it, what we come to realize is like, film whatever you want but make it so your watch time is X amount and then that's gonna do really good. Right. And so that's kind of like what I've been really trying to push for, for Liz, I'll see her film and see like this lack of structure. And I wanna encourage her like, okay, well if you wanna consume a 25 minute video, you gotta have it like- a structured
2: cert- and the buildup for it. Yeah,
1: and I figured out a model that works like every time. And so if I see her kind of like doing something that's just like so disorganized or going too fast, and you're not gonna fill a 25 minute video, I try to step in and help like, Hey, Liz, let's redo that scene, but do it this way. It's going to be way more like easy to digest that content. And so that was what the look that she gave me there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> that,
2: that, that was a gentle explanation. <laughs> I'll She was a little bit more heated, but anyway, <laughs> <there we go. laughs> the truth comes out. So, yeah, I, no, I find this fascinating. I really do. And I, and I think and I do agree. Um, Carter is a genius at really understanding story development. Um, I think it's his engineering background because he's like, yeah. he has an engineering path of, okay, this is what it needs to look like. We have a background yeah. in autonomous driving. So
3: that's. Well, that's well that it. was
1: just the one job that I had for a few months before I quit, but yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Were you like a data scientist?
1: No, I was that, a or? computer uh, engineer in like robotics as well. So I did like microcontrollers, computer science, that kind of stuff. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So really satisfying. So you applied stuff. all of that creation.
2: And, and to his dream job is like, okay, Mom, we're quitting you, we're gonna go do your YouTube videos and we're gonna live in your basement. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah.
1: laughs> Nerf guns and water balloons at the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nerf guns and water, they're, and water they're balloons. They're the
2: <laughs> nicest. Okay, so so that that's really fascinating. I think it's like really breaking it down, like on you know, the pacing and the elements that are needed in the buildup. One thing that I um, that I got from you, and this is like one of these aha moments for me it's like you would always lead into the next story. Like you already knew down the road, sometimes some of the, the the videos that you were creating and how you were promoting content that hasn't even come out yet. Could you guys discuss that a little bit?
1: Yeah, you want to go on?
0: No, you got for it. For the, series? <laughs> the <bottom laughs> series.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, for developing like Long, longer term kind of stuff. Yeah, longer consumable Kind content. of
0: like episodes. That we yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So we were kind of experimenting with huge success on that, and uh, we haven't really got into a lot of it now, but thanks for reminding me, baby. That's the next thing we need <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. To oh, yeah. back in.
1: But yeah, we came up with this idea So I wanted to, we would do these videos that would always do really well. And it turns, in hindsight, it's because the watch time was really good, you know, 60 plus percent or something even higher. And we would just be like one take, the edit would be like literally no edits. we just go explore an abandoned town down the, like five minutes from our house. We just kind of walk around and show it and like freak out when we see something, whatever, you know, and it was just really cool stuff. And we've done that a handful of times across all channels in different ways. And they would always just do well. It was always kind of like a last minute, you know, like pull it out of your back pocket. What do we filmed it? Oh, we can do that. And so I wanted to build off that. I wanted to do it again, but this time find an abandoned safe. I wanted to find it like deep, like under the rubble, like in the back corner underneath the stairs of one of these places and then like see it towards the end of the video and then like freak out, not sure what to do and kind of end the video. And then the next episode would be us going back after thinking about it, say, you know what, let's go open it or let's we couldn't open it. So let's just drag it home. And so then that was episode two was to drag it, it home. It
2: literally becomes a character yeah. in the whole series. Oh yeah. It's so, like, how many videos can we get out of this? Yeah. And so
1: what we did is, what's you know. let creating
3: an
2: actual <laughs>
0: series. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, it was. And the original idea was, three videos, find it, bring it home, open it. So what we did <laughs> in reality was find it, bring it home, try to open it, try to open it, try to open it. 20 videos <laughs> later, still trying to open the thing in like crazy ways. I mean, we fell into the pond for a week. We pulled it back out. We dropped it from 60 feet a few times. We ran it over with a Hummer. We've drug it with the ATV, people my, riding on it. Like we did everything. My favorite
2: thing about oh my goodness. is people were, you know, the, these viewers are giving them ideas of what to do next. And they're like, okay, tell us what to do next. You know, it's like yeah. really <laughs> just kind of building up that engagement and it would just kind of go on and on <laughs> yeah
1: and so we just went on and on for like a solid month you know five mm-hmm. uploads a week for like over a month and we mixed some other stuff in there here and there but it was primarily this trying to get the safe open and it was just a new technique of you know smacking with the sledgehammer dry ice liquid nitrogen like literally every popular trend you could think of we just tried to open the thing like you know super hot knife you know a like thousand degree red hot knife that kind of stuff and then we finally you know got a plasma cutter cut into the side of it you know get the door to fall off and we freak out when we see the camera can't see we freak out what's inside you know the video ends the next video comes up we you know we call the cops the cops realize this is a big deal they escalated to the fbi the fbi comes (laughs) to the house pulls up in a cop car with the lights on because they realize this is like a big thing they've been looking for for like years i get arrested video ends
3: (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't staged?
1: No, well, it was, it was all, no, yeah, <laughs> Ricky,
2: Ricky, Ricky. Let's we should
3: could just tell him it wasn't it? About reality. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, mean, I I thought this was an unscripted series. This is all supposed to be real.
1: No, I mean, it's, it's, I, I haven't it's seen very, the same stuff. <laughs> That's amazing. And what was cool about that episode is, you know, we hired actors, we got a rental car that we dressed to make look like a cop car with lights, and we filmed the entire 17 minute video in one take. With no, no edits, just because the whole thing flew all the way through. Wow. So super cool. So then, you know, you can see how it's just evolving from the abandoned town to now the FBI. I'm in handcuffs on top of the car, you know, and I'm in, you know, they put me in the back and then the next episode we finally show it was in there and it was 30 pounds of money and that's a million dollars. That's how much it weighs. Mm. And a hundred dollar notes, that's just literally a, like 25 to 30 pounds of like old, we got like movie quality like old money that's like from the 1980s it was aged it was wow. underneath the pond for a couple awesome. days like so it came spilling out and then we had like you know the forensics team come and like map it out and it had to been so they we didn't we we had to figure out how to get rid of the money okay, this is all at mom and
2: dad's house by the way just like oh yeah and you know what's so
1: funny actually is we have like the ring doorbell my parents were out of town while we were filming this so i was home alone just liz and i yeah everyone was like at the beach or something and you know, my dad shot me a text, just like, hey, looking through the camera. Oh, I, have, I assume those cops are with you. Is everything okay? Like, let me know. You
2: know? <laughs> so the nice thing his dad's an attorney could have got him out of this. Oh, yeah, sure.
1: Totally. sure, sure, Yeah, so. uh so amazing, <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I mean, your parents
3: are spying on you. Yeah, so, you know,
1: they get a notification when there's movement, and so yeah. they're looking through and they see me getting arrested with the FBI agents. So make sure to give me a call I, 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 to make sure it's, it was like on purpose. <laughs> so,
2: so I think that the key to this though, I think the reason why I want to bring this up because that's kind of when you actually started to catapult like really Really massive amount of views, you know on multiple channels mm-hmm. um, And you're weaving story between multiple channels at that time What I find fascinating is like the dynamic of what's actually happening You you have a really engaged audience that have to see what's next and that tease that's there so they're not only watching that And they're watching the next one and then the next one. And in in their user uh, history, like, so basically, YouTube's looking at anything that they've watched and how much they consumed, you know, the frequency of it, what they didn't watch, and Mm -hmm. so on. And it's just going to recommend the heck out of any new content that's coming up. And I, I noticed that that's when you would start seeing a, a really, really massive boost on your on your channels, mm-hmm. and it all correlated together. And then, how did you work it so that it was going from one channel to the next? Was it just kind of leading off the story, or was it individual storylines? How did that How did that work?
1: so i think the biggest way of how it worked is we created this like basically a youtube trend because if you look back now there's hundreds of like big creators that just copied the same thing you know they all had everyone found a safe and they all found something cool (laughs) and that that was just a huge thing like six months ago everyone found it but they only did
2: one video on it and you did like 54. yeah like (laughs) i did like yeah well it's um, kind of
3: like you know when well i think it happens every year with film there's always like of the same types of storylines, like remember, yeah. like when Dante's Peak and Volcano came out. That's right. The same year. That's right. And it seems like that's happening, but at scale. You just aged yourself, by the way. Oh, like no? movies? Sure. Yeah. So aged yourself. <laughs> yeah. You don't remember that? No nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm young. I'm a millennial. I'm, I'm still a millennial. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's move on.
1: <laughs> well, what are you? Uh, uh, I think you're a baby boomer, right? Yeah, yeah it's something
2: like that. <laughs> <A baby boomer.
1: laughs> so I hey, actually think back uh, it's just been a while but i just remembered the one huge way that liz integrated this was while i'm in the process of my like 30 videos of trying to open this thing and everyone's rooting for me liz comes out with a video where she steals my safe and it was supposed to be a prank where she like you know hides it but then it comes back in the video but hey, how in the world could you lift this safe I no mean, she couldn't <laughs> it was, oh, it's I've a big safe <laughs>
0: I used the ATV. There we go. Dragged it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and then what happens at the end of the video is she cuts the corner too close of the pond, so it drags and falls in, and she's not strong enough to get it out. So she just tries to hide the evidence, (laughs) and then for now we have a whole Carter's safe that he's trying to open for thirty videos is now lost. (laughs) And then we have like a sub-series <laughs> on Liz's channel of her trying to figure out how to like tell me or not or get it out. So she's scoops. Open
3: the safe herself. So then we have a whole <laughs> scuba dive
1: for safe in pond sub-series on her channel. <laughs> and it just, you know, we just, it just, the videos we could just keep like, it's like one step closer to opening it and two steps back. Because there's like more complex, more crazy things that are happening and stuff like that. So,
3: so would you decide to create another video just based on the comments and based on what the followers were saying?
1: Sort of. I mean, they would give us some ideas like, "Hey, use this tool" or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, everyone's saying like, "Just open it, open it, open it." Yeah. when and did you
3: decide just to? Like, so we okay, didn't stop.
1: open it. so You almost do the opposite of what they say. We didn't. So yeah, towards the wow. end of it.
3: That's interesting. <laughs> See, I, mean, I I would have assumed that you guys would have just eventually just opened it and not but, pissed but them but the,
2: off. The, the difference is, is most of the people that were opening the the safe, there was not a lot of lead up. I mean, they were leading up they'd open it, then they have that surprise and delight, and that's where it'd go. This, the, the whole thing was, the safe was a character in the video. Mm-hmm. Like it had a personality, and they were trying to get at it out, and it's just the craziest thing, but I, if you look at it from that standpoint, it, it's it's brilliant, like 100% brilliant. Oh, that's amazing, that's yeah, awesome.
1: So I think what ultimately led for me to opening it, which is ending the series, except for the, you know, the season finale was like the three videos of the cops coming and stuff, was uh, we were doing more and more videos, and you know, I can always like the creative part of me can always come up with the next crazy thing that we could do with it. Like, I could just, I could still be open, trying to open that safe, you know, a year later if I wanted <laughs> to be, you know, but you just kind of start to see uh, a dip off, you know, like the views aren't as big as they were before. Maybe instead of uploading, getting like, like an easy three you're having trouble getting like one and a half that you start to see less and less so I figure okay it's time for a big for change for all
2: those people that's three million views and one one point five million right what yeah okay yeah. <laughs> 3 and that's million. in the first 48 hours 24 hours or the yeah the of first the video? Few,
1: yeah first few days okay yeah um I think all of them are like over five plus now yeah but yeah so you start to see just it's slower and so I figured that's kind of when I'd wanted to call. I mean, everyone's begging me just to get this thing open. Like, please, you know, yeah. you start to see a little that's bit cool. like I'm annoyed, but I can't help but still watch all your comments. Yeah. Like they're still like, they have to watch it. They're too, they're at too this invested, point, yeah. you're invested and it's annoying. But well, when
2: you watch 20 videos, Yeah, <laughs> 20 <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. Maybe it's this video. Maybe not.
1: And so that's kind of what ultimately decided I want to open it. Plus, you know, I invest all that money on the fake cash inside, right. which surprisingly was a lot of money for yeah. fake money. Um, yeah. I really wanted to kind of get into it and wrap up. And at the same time, we were kind of, I think we had a little bit of an overlap with a new series I was picking up, which was the Pond Monster series, which we did the same thing.
2: Which everybody copied too.
1: Which, which every, everyone copies, yeah. And um, <laughs> which is great, you know, I think that always just adds to the funnel, you know, just start suggesting off of each other
3: it creates like it creates like a,
2: a pond monster wormhole <laughs> yeah. it's the vortex of all pond monsters <laughs> every so okay so what's what's fascinating we can go deep dive into yes yeah. for sure but what's fascinating is they keep on spinning off channels they don't just stop with with what they have and so a lot how, of creators, how, how many channels do you have oh you wait, wait oh, okay, oh, go oh, go you ahead. wait I'm right. 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 yeah. leading up that. to something okay <laughs> they even spin off channels that their dog has a YouTube channel, (laughs) right? I knew that (laughs) and it is crazy views. It's like crazy. And, but how do you like integrate that? Is it just like, okay, the dog's gonna have a channel or what's going on there?
0: that one kind of started as like a side project because I was like, oh, my dog is so cute. I can't stop looking at her. I can't stop petting her. And I wanted to share that. And so I would film like videos like puppy's first bath and like just like these like cute little things here and there. And I didn't expect anything to happen, really. I was just like, this is cute. This is cute. Let's film it. And it ended up doing really well. Like even her first videos were like, they're like really successful Mm -hmm. considering it's just a dog on camera. (laughs) Like I just didn't, um, yeah, it kind of started out as kind of a side, Thing and it ended up now it's at you know 10 million monthly views, which is shocking. (laughs) 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 Do we do a video? Ah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and the videos are you know super low production, just film it, upload, kind of like yeah, real Mm. quick turnover, two minutes, ten minutes, whatever. When you're
3: doing these stories like around the safe, I mean, how do you incorporate the other platforms? So, of course, like the main storyline is on YouTube. Like, how do you incorporate like Instagram or, or other platforms?
1: Yeah, the way we've been doing it, and um, we're still getting better. You know, our strong suit is 100% YouTube, you know, like three times more than any other platform. Mm -hmm. That's just like kind of like where my focus and um, like passion is. But the way we do it for others is we end up producing so much cool content. You know, even if it's just a clip from, you know, maybe it's me sledgehammering a safe, like that's cool. Just grab that clip and put it on Instagram. That's just interesting for 10 seconds. People will watch that. You know, you don't re-upload the full video. You know, now you, you, you I guess like today you literally could because you can put longer content right, on there. Right. I don't think that's going to work. I think it needs to be in a different format for which uh, which platform you do. So Instagram has a certain like way. You know, I'm sure average watch time is closer to like seven seconds, not, you know, seven minutes, which mm-hmm. you could see pretty easy yeah. on YouTube. So you got to kind of adjust your content that way. So like as we're filming, we'll try to like take Instagram pictures, you know, like I had one where like the money was spilling out. So I like did a selfie like that did really well, you, you <laughs> know, like just, you know, like we we have all these cool props. We You're have these... creating
3: anticipation around the content.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we just kind of. Double dip the content a little bit, you know. We take pictures from the videos or clips and put that on Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we still like learning the best way to do that kind of stuff.
3: Oh, cool! So, how how many channels do you guys now manage?
1: So, I have mine, we have Liz's. Liz has like three or four herself. Wow, um, <laughs> go, Liz, go, and then we just opened what are you doing this week. I'm starting
2: a new YouTube channel. <laughs> Like every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Liz has her main channel. She has a gaming channel. She has a less active uh, makeup channel. And then she has uh, Millie's channel mm-hmm. um, and they all, they're all doing pretty well. And then so I have mine. I technically have a second one that's kind of just like, it's just like a, you know, a monetized channel just kind of waiting for some purpose. And then we have two more that we just launched that are doing really well, uh, growing really fast and those are operated by different people
3: okay and how big is your like team do you have a production team
1: yeah so i mean everyone so for me i'm like in charge of my channel you know of, like what i'm going to film schedule liz is in charge of her channels mm-hmm. and then we have stove and ryan who are in the charge of their own channels like what they want to film next and sure what, you know we can
3: but do you have any additional employees
1: uh yeah we do so we have you know video editors that are dedicated to each channel oh, cool uh we have Hunter I think he's sitting outside. He works with <laughs> like, you know, brands. Hunter yeah, yeah, yeah. the punter. Hunter yes. the punter.
3: <laughs> 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 yes. No, it is.
2: Like seriously, he was a punter? Yeah
1: yeah
0: for the nfl, he, NFL?
2: I, I had no clue for a day six hours not a day i'll <laughs> give him a day
0: <laughs> we can round it up the, to, the yeah. one that can play at
2: that level that's all i gotta say yeah yeah it's impressive <laughs> wow. but anyway go ahead i didn't mean to cut you off actually, actually no. i did mean to cut you off but go ahead <laughs> you always cut me off um
3: no, yeah so so that, that's interesting so you you really don't have that big of a crew but you're you're pushing out a lot of content
1: yeah i think we're uploading At least every day, yeah, across the the whole network, yeah. Yeah.
0: And we're working on building our team for sure right now. It's just,
1: yeah, we all take on just a lot. So yeah, yeah. we're trying. That's what we're working on now. Is like our biggest next growth. Are you
3: exhausted yet? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's, it's a lot of work. (laughs) It looks like a lot of fun, and that's our goal. I hope people will say that. Like, I don't want people to watch our content, be like, "Oh, it looks like you guys do a lot of work." Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want it to look that way. So,
3: so I know, like, my team has worked with you guys on brand deals. with these like big series, is there like an ideal way to work with a brand?
1: Oh, to build a series around yeah. like a brand
3: or, 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 or to be a part of like for example, the safe series, like how would you incorporate a brand to, oh. to you know touch that series?
1: I think just as easily as any dedicated or shout out video, mm-hmm. uh, it just depends on the content, you know, and maybe that's just my answer, which might be different, but I feel like I'm like creative where I can kind of I could integrate anything into anything. I don't think that's like...
2: You could open the safe and there could be a futuristic phone yeah. <laughs> in the safe. Yeah. And exactly. it's going to blow people's mind because it doesn't come out for another month.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, yeah that would yeah. be so cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just depends what the brand is. Like if you, we were talking about like vacuum cleaners earlier. Oh,
3: I pitch that out Daryl. <laughs> Thank you.
1: You know, I could have come up—I could have come up with a way of how to incorporate a vacuum cleaner to try to open that safe or something, or like the suction holds it from the 60-foot J-lip and I flip the power off, and then it releases. Or yeah, right. So it could be like whatever, you know. So you could incorporate anything. And major shout out to this vacuum cleaner because look how much suction power it has. It can hold this huge <laughs> safe, or you know, whatever. So like, there's, yeah. the, you know, you can. I don't. I th- I think the series gives you more more opportunity where it could be more a like a long term play where the brand could be kind of like the hero that eventually gets that safe open. It was that product or something. So it could be multiple videos or something like
3: that. Yeah. No, that's very interesting. Uh, um th- this really is like the
2: future of of television. I'm telling you. We've been talking about this for a while.
3: Yeah. And 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 um you know, you have like, you know, AV and like Chad, you know, Chad Wildclay, um you know, doing their own stories and 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 and, and, and creating, you know, this, I mean it's not long form, I mean, it's it's, it's not long-form content necessarily but like it's like but they're like legitimate like series like yeah. to like 30 to 50 different episodes that's, that's amazing
2: yeah what, what, what's fascinating is it's like there are trends and things that are happening but it was like you know the, and I do credit this once the aha moment went and so, see, people were able to see that 40 videos or I don't even know what it was if it was 20 or some odd videos was on a safe they're going oh my gosh look at the watch time look at the growth look at everything because people are very observant you mm-hmm. know and and then it's like okay how do we how do we level up and then th- that's when the pawn monster hit then a lot of people started to kind of weave that into their content
3: mm-hmm. so is, is that and happening it, a lot now whenever you have a new subject you see like 30 other like creators copying that subject well but yeah.
2: you, <laughs> mi- you moved away from the series though right
1: i have yeah and i think largely just because it was just too tough for me to keep up with with uh, the move from East Coast to West Coast. I filmed a movie, just all this stuff. And by the time I got back into it, I came up with like, uh, you know, another aha kind of thing. So I've been, I've been tackling that, but it's, you know, you're always gotta evolve and change. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going to answer your question, if I come up with something new, like a series, do I see people do it? It's funny you bring that up. Cause I do, I believe I'm probably one of the most, if not the most copy channel on YouTube. Like anytime I post a video that gets more than like Two, three, four million views within the next week. Seven people do literally that, yeah. and not just the title and thumbnail, but like specific things during the video in the yeah. same in the same way. It's it's. I want to <laughs> like start recording it and keep track. Everyone it does you that. Probably
2: should. <laughs>
3: it's it's pretty
1: remarkable. Like I'll come up with some new idea. And I'm less on YouTube now than I used to, so like my ideas are like less like oh I like what they did. It's just kind of me like you know standing in the shower like thinking or just throughout my day.
2: Yeah, that's
1: not a video though, right? No, (laughs) that wouldn't be age approved and
2: demonetization (laughs) all over the place.
1: Oh yeah. You know, or like like Liz came up with this really. This is a great example. So Liz came up with this idea where it's going to be last to fall in the pool wins. Right. Super easy title. The thumbnail. We have like a long rectangular pool, so we laid planks across it, like balance beams, and you just stand there, and then like the last to fall wins, super easy. And you can imagine the thumbnail just being on a plank, super easy to describe. The video did like really well, like five, six, seven million views in the course of about a week or two. Um, If you type in like last to fall on YouTube, you'll see like 30, like you can scroll for like pages of just everyone doing a plank or a ladder across the pool, and last to fall wins $10,000, and Mm -hmm. that's just it. Like it's pretty crazy, like the amount of impact and I'm kind of like impressed by it because it shows how many people are looking at us and be like, oh, what should we film? Let's go check out those big YouTubers, Carter and Liz, right. which is what I used to do when I was younger. Yeah, I was going to say. We always <laughs> used to look up to like the bigger YouTubers. It's, right. it's interesting to see that people maybe yeah. are viewing us that way.
3: Who, who, who are some of the bigger YouTubers that you'd follow when you're growing up?
1: Uh, it's, we had a whole list. I remember looking up to like Roman Atwood. Sure. We'd check on like Guava Juice, like Tanner Fox was like one. Um, you know like different trampoline stuff and uh just kind of like a laundry list of people that we'd kind of just shop around and i think what would happen is you kind of follow those people you kind of get clustered into like similar channels that are like similar demographics you kind of just see all people
2: you're making similar content and yeah similar viewers that whole thing yeah. and that was yeah yeah you know, what, what what i find fa- fascinating is kind of your stance on you know people copying you you know it's just like you know because at the end of the day you know, uh, it helps, uh, whether we like it or not, just the way that things, is suggestion is like 70% of all YouTube views and getting your content viewed. But what, what I kind of have an issue with, and this is just more, um, I, I don't know, I mean, it, it, it just bothers me is when they just blatantly everything in the video is almost identical to what you did. Now, I understand titling and I understand the thing, but you want to make it your own. And I I find a lot of content creators that don't succeed because they don't find their own voice. They're always looking, Oh, I got to copy exactly what Carter's doing or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. And it's
1: It's a huge compliment. It is in a way I would love a shout out, you know, (laughs) like that's always welcome, but you just don't see it. Even if they take their own creative spin or like the whole video minute per minute is a direct, like we did like last to sync and uh this huge channel Morgs. he's like over like in the uk or something yeah. he's got like 12 million subscribers or 10 like over 10 like really big always really big views like mr b's kind of start like mm-hmm. size views and he's copied like six seven of my videos like literally thumbnail same angle same positioning same title oh, same, gosh. like literally like and he does that every video he posts is, is like that right. But it's interesting because he's, I just said, he's got big numbers, huge yeah. success. So it works. So it's like, do I right. get like, am I frustrated? But he's also a very successful business. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's interesting. You know, it's, YouTube's or, a different place. Or you
3: start like 20 new channels and you all do the same story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> build a trend. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. There's someone here that may or may not have I done I have that. no idea what
2: well, anyway, um, so let's, let's kind of transition and, and talk about, um, going out in public, um, all right. <laughs> this, is, this is, this is a little different and, and I, I think people get shocked a little bit when they, when they realize, you know, the type of fans that are out there and when you guys go out to dinner or whatever, do you get people coming up to you and say, you know, just want to do a selfie, all that other stuff, or how's that? How's that life? Is it crazy? I know at your house, people were actually going to your your mom and dad's house for a while. Yeah, they just and show up and knock on the door. That was, that was scary. Bad.
1: Yeah, and that's also, you well, know, when scary. we had like one and a half channels at the time, and we live like in the suburbs of Virginia, yeah. we were getting people driving out of state to come visit us Saturday morning yeah. Yeah. at the front wow. door, like grandparents, parents, kids, posters, like gifts, you know, all this stuff. And the first couple of times, you know, we answered the doorbell, We don't know what's going on. After that, you know, and I said we had that ring doorbell with a little camera. If we saw his fans, we would just like, you know, maybe my mom would go answer and be like, hey, like, this is great, but you can't be coming to our house. Like on a Saturday, unannounced, like, this is like... We're people too. You can't do this. Yeah. So we try to not encourage it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like these kids, I like, put so, like, they literally drove like two hours to get here. for, for Like, that was just like their, that's like the kids begging their parents day after day after day so much that the parents was like, okay, fine, let's but, go try who it.
2: wouldn't the parent in the right mind would do that, though? I mean, I don't I'm know. like, it's not going to happen. It's no. like, <laughs> There's boundaries. Yeah, the world needs boundaries. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. talk about a wall either. But and
3: and you're all like, living in LA. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all living in LA now, correct? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's a lot more etiquette, like when it comes to the locals here. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I might be wrong, but, but actually, I am wrong. You, you are. are wrong. There's a yeah. lot you're, of creators, Usually, wrong. There's a lot of. Like there's a lot of of stuff, the top. <laughs> There's a lot of creators that get harassed here as well. But like, in public places, you know, there usually is. You know an understanding, an an unsaid law um, that if you see someone that's a celebrity or that's that is famous, you just let them live their life and eat their food alone and, you know, leave them alone. But um, that's as crazy that in Virginia people would come out of state and like drive all the way over there. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's so bad. But but that also mobbed. Like, I mean, you get to a point where like, everyone just catches on and (laughs) Like like stops your car no, or anything like that? No,
1: nothing like that. The closest yeah. I had was just like a few weeks ago. My parents came to visit, so we took them up to like the Hollywood Walk of Fame.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And like once one kid recognizes and wants a picture, that's another, and then it's another, you kind of just get stuck, and I'm like just trying to enjoy an afternoon with my parents. This <laughs> is one of the most tourist twer- yeah, standing there, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> you should yeah. probably stay away from those areas. Yeah, like once, yeah. like if I were to
1: like, I'd get recognized 10 times more if I was like vlogging. And you yeah. know, like I'll get Hollywood yeah. tour buses come and stop at a stop sign, and the kids like Carter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, which is like I didn't think that was even possible, but that's been happening recently. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's coming more and more, for sure. Yeah, and it so hasn't it's something I worry crazy, about. Though, but yeah, luckily no one. Yeah. We've only had a couple like come to our house, and we live like you know in the city, right? So it's not hard to be standing outside.
2: And that's and that's kind of you know what I talk with a lot of creators is like really protecting yourself and it has to do with, if you're buying something, put it in a trust, you know, that way your name's not attached to it. There's a a company or whatever, because it's getting freaky out there. Like seriously, that people are very um, aggressive, I guess, in in hounding these new creators that are out there. But yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. But most, most of your followers are kids. The mm-hmm. most part, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like upper elementary, middle school. It seems to be parents, like the most. They,
2: some parents basically <laughs> are, are, start- Are worse than the kids. No, no, <laughs> no. This is, this is reality. Yeah. They'll watch it just because they want to make sure the content's clean for their kids. Oh, sure and then the Pond Monster sucks at me. They <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, get that story. No, seriously, I've had a couple people like, hey, I kind of saw you in a video of the sharers. Like, <laughs> I go, what are you watching a video of the sharers? Oh, you like, it's 47 weird. years old. was <laughs> like, well, my kids were watching it and they wanted to make sure it was approved. I'm like, okay, was that just one video? <laughs> yeah. So Daryl's been in your videos. I, I, I've no, been, no, no.
3: Um, I, I, I've been like, is he
2: not, the swamp monster? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> <out> the <laughs> no, 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 I just been in the background and just like, who's that, that fat guy over there? That's what it
3: <laughs> was. He's the creepy guy, guy in like, the back. <laughs> the creepy guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. But no, we've had a lot of parents like on their own come up and recognize us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can be like, it's crazy. Like we haven't gotten mobbed, but we'll get recognized anywhere. Like we'll be like in Hawaii, like walking on the sidewalk. Oh Parents gosh. will come and stop us. I was out in the ocean on a surfboard, and kids swam up to me and said, "Hey, are you so and so? Yeah, like, are you Jeez. Carter and Liz?
0: It's crazy. Like we were
1: like, and they were local Hawaii, like yeah. Hawaiian kids. You know, we were literally out." In the surf and the sun was like, it was like dark and they still like got us out there. You know, like you're mm. never wow. sick. Sing-
0: yeah, you're I, never sick. I'm literally
1: on vacation trying not to video to like kind of refresh myself so I can yeah. jump back into it and like they're still just, you know, yeah. even out there.
2: Well, that's what you get for yeah. having that's hundreds, the hundreds of millions of views. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: you're billions right now, aren't you? I'm, uh, for my channel, I'm close, getting close to a billion. Yeah. yeah. Ooh,
2: that's so that's what you get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <what> you get. <laughs> that, that is, that's
1: what you
3: signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, were, we were with, um, I, you know, I, I mentioned earlier V and Chad, and we, we were with them in, in Vegas um, having lunch, <laughs> and we we're in this restaurant where it's like, it's dark. And, yeah, it and, was like
2: it was like one of these gangster restaurants. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, like you know old school like down, nineteen twenties like
3: like, restaurant. This restaurant, it's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and well, they chose it, <laughs> okay. and, and I think it's because they, they wanted to go somewhere where they could not be disturbed, probably. But we're just sitting there, and like. Out of nowhere, towards the end, like in this dark restaurant where you really couldn't see further than like probably like like five feet. Yeah. All these kids had started to line up and wanted to have pictures. Wow. Well, not and just my, kids, my 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 wife, and yeah. adults, yeah, <laughs> and adults, and adults. My <laughs> wow. wife turned to me. and She said, "I do not want that." <laughs> like I mean, because that I mean, I can't it's just imagine how stressful that is.
0: Yeah, because yeah. you're in like the public eye yeah. all the time, basically. Like you can't. You know, I can't. This is a silly example, but I can't be out like picking my boogers. Someone might catch it on camera. <laughs> whoa!
1: whoa, whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, like I can't. It's, how, how the, how it's the, just like I don't know. How like the a paparazzi's
3: silly... evolved and trying and finding you guys.
0: Oh no.
2: Okay,
3: so no, no. It, that, that that's that's gonna be like
2: the next it's, five it's ten years. It's <laughs> interesting though. It's like the paparazzi wanted to give photos for people that don't have photos, but people that are social media influencers putting photos up all over the place well, so yeah well, it's just, theres the, not the, the paparazzi
3: other. business is going out of business yeah and, 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 is. and, it, and it's because yeah for yeah. sure and and it's because contents so much more decentralized and mm-hmm. um, creators and celebrities they can you know take control of what content's out there
2: yeah mm-hmm. which yeah, is very, great but but
3: they're still there and they're but they're looking usually for bad actors I think
2: yeah <laughs> why do we use the term bad actors like, like okay <laughs> Because I don't know. So YouTube Dude, term. People, people hey. making mistakes. Okay. <laughs> doing bad actors. Doing things that they shouldn't be doing. OK. OK. I don't know why that rubs me wrong. Like, every yeah. time it just rubs me wrong. I don't know why. I haven't really thought about it that much. No, I think about it all the time. <laughs> because that's what they use. Has like someone called term- you a bad actor? No, 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 I've, been, I've never been called a bad actor. <laughs> uh, no. I don't know. Those, you're getting really sensitive here. <laughs> 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 but anytime that YouTube, like, throws down the, the gauntlet, it's just like, bad actors. And then <laughs> okay. all these people are classified as bad actors, but yet they've been bringing YouTube a lot of money for a very long time. Sure, sure, and sure. YouTube is promoting them. And YouTube's like, okay, by the way, you're, you're not able, you know, able to, to have monetization or whatever. So it's a classifying them yeah, and it's it's all, tough. I understand false positives and stuff like that, but sure. I think that's where I'm a little sensitive to that.
3: Yeah. So, Well, you're always getting your, you know, you're always getting text by like a
2: bunch of people. It's <laughs> like, hey, hey, I'm a badass. There's some the truth to that. There's some <laughs> truth to that. Well, okay. So um, I, I think we need to kind of wrap this up. And I, I think it would be really, really important to know what really excites you guys, where the future's going, and what's disrupting, you know, the, the industry. Is there any insight that you can give us? And we want an answer from both of you, Mm. not just one of you. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: What what do you think it's going to
2: be in like three or four years?
0: Well, I think, uh, just the scale of how big YouTube has gone and just how much it's grown, even over the past like 10 years, let alone like the past, like five years, it's just become so much more mainstream now. And I see a lot of creators trying to get into like mainstream TV and all of these things. But like, I mean, YouTube's just like, just as high up there as like netflix or like you know movies are out you know we're even more integrated into like our fans lives than i think anything because it's so personal um i think youtube's probably gonna be around for the next few years i don't know what's gonna and happen the yeah there's just so much change and there's so many people coming with new things all the time like TikTok is one of them mm-hmm. um, you know i feel like TikTok has grown so much considering instagram has been around for like ever sure. um but yeah i just i think youtube is something that really excites me hence <laughs> why we open so many channels and i think that's easy well, yeah that's that
2: too. And it pays good yes
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What about, you, what about you, Carter? Yeah, um, you mind repeating that question for me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's already thinking of his next video idea. <laughs> like, where do you think the industry's going in the next three years? What's what really excites you um, with the uh, you know in the industry? Like, is there anything that's like, oh, this is going to be the next big thing?
1: Or I think um, higher quality content is going to be kind of where the shift is going to go. I think when we first started back when I was like kind of doing my research about YouTube, it was someone made the statement that, you know, uh, big like companies, you know, like multibillion dollar like studios are never going to have like an in on YouTube because it's all about like, like the cheap, low quality, like film on my cell phone kind of content. And I think since then, since when we started, I think that probably seemed legit. I kind of believed that. But I've been thinking about that statement over like the few years, I think sends all these changes that youtube has kind of cleaned up you know they censor so much and now it's like brand friendly content is kind of like king you know you can't have like the rowdy inappropriate stuff they take that out so i think the future is going to be like higher quality content and we were talking earlier about you know watch time duration being like really important so we should try to structure our videos so it's easier to digest which is putting more production value you know it's more emphasis on that thumbnails we've always known are very important So, you know, putting more investment on that. So we're just investing more and more. And what happens is our content is basically we're growing to be higher and higher production value. And it's becoming like just higher quality stuff. So I feel like it's almost looking more and more. I could see the future looking more like a Netflix where everything is like super high production, like studio based. You know, I don't know if it'll go that far, but I can see how at least my content across all of our channels We've been kind of pushing that because that's been what's been working for well for us, mm-hmm. so I think it's the quality
2: yeah I, I would definitely agree with that. It's just <coughs> like quality is going to be king regardless of what the platform is, and it needs to it needs to be um, intimate with yeah. the with the viewer it needs to connect with them on on a level and I think that's where where a lot of these uh, companies that uh, are studios they they were so used to uh, saying this is what you like. This is what you like. Yeah. You need to watch what we say that you need to watch. You know, and that's that's how they base um, their their films and their yeah. television shows and so on and come to find out people who didn't like it. Yeah. Well, now we have a lot of data. Now we know what, what people actually like. We can say, oh, do you know what? This video did good because they actually like this portion. The average view duration is decent. You know, your relative uh, audience retention is there. Um, Which is why you guys can now spin out channels exactly and do that exactly. at scale.
3: And I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be high quality as well as that balance of you know being intimate. And and you know I, I sometimes wonder if they've I mean if they've made the adjustments to the algorithm like they have to incentivize you know more scale and more high quality.
2: Well, they do have a new metric on mm-hmm. YouTube. It's called the quality watch time uh, score. So basically, they're looking for quality views. Um, And it's not just about watch time. So it's just like really the type of viewer that comes in and how they consume the content is now a new metric that they are very sensitive to. And and I do believe it's gonna come back down to what type of quality, of the content that's there, Now that's subjective. Like what I view as high quality might be different for you know different audiences, uh, but how they're able to consume that.
3: Um, do you feel that, you know, like the, the, the massive production companies out there that are currently doing stuff with TV or, or with film or Netflix, do, do you feel like any of them are going to really start adapting to YouTube?
1: Yeah, and I think they've already have. Um, I don't watch a lot of TV, but in the past few months I've been kind of, on Netflix and stuff. And what I've been seeing is like, You know, Netflix used to just be, you know, blockbuster movies, we'll just kind of rent them. And that became like an online thing. And now what they're doing is they're doing Netflix original series, which are like movies that are like relatively low budget, like the Bird Box, you know, it's not like- Which is really good, yeah. Which is doing well. And then there's these other like micro series I've never heard of unless a friend is like recommending. And they're like, you know, like they're lower budget. So they're kind of working down to like more quantity, lower budget stuff. And YouTube, I feel like is kind of working up from like the super low, like just selfie kind of videos to like higher production. And I feel like there's some kind of like middle here.
3: Well, Ellen and Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, they're all taking YouTube very seriously. And it's it's Mm. one of the reasons why, you know, Letterman and Jay Leno, they had a hard time staying relevant because they were not adopting the new platforms. And with all the content that Kimmel and like Fallon have, I mean, that's actually something that works really well with the algorithm. They're uploading every day or sometimes multiple times a day,
2: Mm. which, which is, not good at some things and better at some things, but yeah. Well, anyway, thank you so much for 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 coming coming in, in, and we really do appreciate it. And thank all of you for watching this podcast, and make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that bell notification if you're on YouTube. If you're not, make sure you hit subscribe or follow with whatever social platform that you're on. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because that's what you do. You
3: gotta hit the bell. You gotta hit the bell. Hit the bell. Or bell's gonna freak out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right.